And welcome back to the Joey P Podcast, the place where science and myth collide. Well, here we are. Guess who's back? Yeah, that's me, Joey P, host of the Joey P Project, back for season two. And here to just ramble and rant about the human condition, you know, the stuff we we were touching base on in the first 10 episodes, getting a feel for stuff, seeing what is and what isn't, you know, getting a little, you know, self-discovery. In, in these young young days of the project. So got a bunch of stuff planned out. Actually I don't I have I'm not really much of a planner. You know, you can plan a little bit, but you know, you don't go too far down the line. You just, you know, take it as it is, whatever pops up. You know, there are a bunch of things I want to talk about this this time around and dive into. But, you know, nothing really really planned out in the long run you know we're just gonna go week by week and just talk to y'all have some guests on i'm gonna bring in my alien expert that's right alien expert he's greek he's not the guy with the funny hair on tv though well what's with greeks and aliens i don't know maybe it has something to do with uh their ancient civilization. Maybe they saw a lot of aliens back in the day and and it's just, it's passed on to DNA, you know? But for some reason, Greek Greek people love, love extraterrestrials. So my alien expert, the one and only Jimmy K, lead singer of the group called the O1s, will be coming on later on down the line. We're going to be chatting up a bunch of uh, extraterrestrial supernatural occurrences around the globe and beyond into the cosmos. But today, today I just want to go into a thing I've been thinking about and that's island prisons. My idea on prison reform. Now you're saying, well, there are tons of island prisons out there already. I'm not talking about an island with a prison on it. Okay, there's been tons of those throughout history and Napoleon died on one, you know, they had Robinson Crusoe's exile prison thing. In Chile, there's tons of them. Alcatraz, like, of course, Alcatraz, very famous island prison. But that was a prison on an island. It was an actual prison with walls, cells, you know, guards, wardens. It was an actual prison. Now, what I'm saying is not an actual prison on an island, but an island that is a prison. If that makes any sense to you all. Because the thing is... You know, there's a severe prison incarceration issue in the United States of America. U.S. Bureau of Justice Statistics says, (laughs) yeah, I'm not that guy who's going to start reading all statistics to you, especially when you look for a statistic and it's like from 2013. It's like, all right, you're giving me numbers from five years ago. I was like, yeah, these are the numbers. These are the facts. But they're from four years ago. It's like 2014 prison. Let's just put it this way. There's way too many Americans locked up. All right. In their statistics from 2013, I didn't really go deep into looking for statistics. It was like front page of the search. These are the, you know, the site is 2013. But uh, it was like 
basically 2.2 million adults, and that's federal, state, county jails, and almost 5 million people on parole and probation. It's a system. They keep you in it. It's round and round it goes. But again, I'm not even really talking about the majority of those guys. All right, prison reform, all that. Totally different topic than what I'm talking about today. Totally different podcast, totally different crowd of people either for it or against it. The cost of prison is kind of part of this because we do spend way too much on these way too many prisoners because we do lock people up for no reason. Well, I mean, there's reasons, but a lot of them just like, really, jail? But, you know, we have the whole private uh, prison system here now in the United States. And basically what that does is they rent out beds to the county, state, federal government. If it, like, costs 50 bucks a day to house a prisoner for the government, they'll charge them 100 bucks. It actually costs the taxpayers more to go private, but the private people are paying the politicians, and round and round that goes. But again, that's not that's really not what I'm here for today. You know, I'm not getting on a soapbox about the bullshit of government lobbyists and locking people up for profit and why it's only minorities and it's not what I'm not what I'm getting into. You know what I mean? I'm 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 getting into uh the island prison. My idea to help cut costs and just separate these severely dangerous, violent, unreformable, unredeemable people from our society without having to pay for their life sentence, which I think in New York it costs like 60 grand a year for one prisoner or something like that. And it's just, it's too much, you know, especially here in the U.S. We, we already have too many people in, in prison. And just for the fact that we're like four, four some percent of the, of the world population, but we have 22% of the world's prisoners, all that jazz. Again, not here to argue that stuff. So what I want to do for these truly heinous and diabolical savages, don't call them savages. They're people. Yeah, they're humans, but they suck. Um, if you kill people, if you're violent, all that stuff, I have a new plan for that. And that is my island prison vision. Now, a lot of this has roots in the 1994 movie, No Escape, with Ray Liotta and Ernie Hudson and Kevin Dillon. Classic, awesome film. Never seen it, check it out. 1994, it's called No Escape. And it's basically about an island prison. But again, there's no guards, there's no built prison on this island. So here's the idea. When someone gets arrested, goes through the due process, and they get they get uh, sentenced, life twenty, you know this is mainly for life sentences, right? You get sentenced to life in prison. You don't get to just sit in a cell for the next forty, fifty years, just chewing up the budget. Now, what we're gonna do? We're gonna find a nice island. In a tropical location. So, I mean, first off, there's one benefit to being the prisoner. You're going to be able to be outside. And it's going to be beautiful weather with a nice beach, all that stuff. And a lot of horrors to go with that because 
you're going to be out there alone. So what we do is we take these prisoners and one death row two life sentences and death row gone off to the island they go. Now what the island encompasses is a island out in say the middle of the South Pacific, which is far away from everything. You know what I mean? There's no swimming off of it. There's no building a boat. And I mean, if you build a boat and you get off of it and you end up in Australia, you know, Godspeed, God bless you. Again, you're not in the United States at that point. You're in a different country, so it's not our problem. Um, you'll pr- most likely never be able to get back in because you can't just hop a plane. But South Pacific Island, lots of water around it. That's the first replacement of any walls or guard. It's just open, deep blue sea. Now, you, you put in like, you know, you have satellites above. You have a satellite or two that watches the island. So you, you are going to be watching it, but we already have so many satellites up there that we, we can send a couple to look down on this island. You know, wouldn't be that expensive. Put some cameras on the island, that kind of stuff. You get some kind of like sonar net that goes around the island. Not that expensive. Very, very practical stuff because once it's there, it's paid for and done. You know what I mean? You don't really have to keep investing money as opposed to the, you know, billions of dollars a year it costs to keep these people locked up, fed, and, you know, health care, health care for them, and dental care and haircuts and, you know, reading material, internet. No, they're not getting any of that. They're getting sent to the island. Now, on this island, they will be given a chance at a new life, you know, basically. They just can't get off the island. And if they ever do try to get off the island, they get past um, the sonar net and the ocean. And they start getting away. Then, you know, you just you send in a drone. You have a couple of drones on standby. And they just blow the shit out of the person trying to escape. And, you know, sorry, bye. Shouldn't have tried to escape. So a couple of drones on standby to stop anyone from trying to get off the island. Now, you just don't bring the drone in for anyone who goes swimming in the ocean. If they get, you know... You make you make a point of no return out in the water where you have the sonar net, you have the little detectors that once it goes past it, the alarm sounds. You have more than one just in case one fails. And once the alarm sounds, you lock on with the with the satellite. You know, the little dude playing Call of Duty back in Vegas who's controlling the drone flies in, boom, takes them out. So they're there. They're not getting off the island. Now you don't need prison guards now. Because you have the drones, you have the ocean, no walls, no cells, just the ocean, drones, and a, a warning system for when they try to get off. So right there, you're cutting down on, on COs. You don't need any more corrections officers for this, for this place. Right? So you're saving a bundle there. You, have no, you don't have to pay a pension to these correction officers. You don't have to give them health care. You know, you don't have to pay them a yearly salary. You don't have to give them overtime. So right there, you're cutting some costs. That should balance out the drone pilots. So boom, right there. Now we're at, we're even. You drop these guys on the island and they have a chance at a new life. They can build, you know, a society of their own. They can survive on the island like castaways. You know, they're there with nothing. You do a couple supply drops every so often. And uh, that's the fun part. They'll start 
fighting over it and factions will form because humans are tribal so you have groups of different prisoners bonding together because they'll they'll need each other to survive and then you have one side one group on another side another group on another side they'll start building their little villages their societies will make huts <laughs> they'll start they'll start putting you know their brains to use instead of killing they'll start building and they have a chance to create a whole life there you know if they want to live in peace with each other on this island, then they could have a pretty good life. And I mean, they're just never getting off the island and never having contact with another human being besides other psychopaths. And they're, you know, it's def it's not co-ed either. You're not going to put women on this island. There's not really that many women psychopaths. We'll find out something else. Then. We'll, we'll make a woman's island too, you know. Bunch of Amazons, Amazonians, have a couple, and then maybe, maybe, you know what, you make a woman's island prison, next thing you know, we get an actual Wonder Woman from the gods, that'd be sweet, you know, from my idea, it's like, I created a new Wonder Woman 100 years from now, because I made a female island of only women prisoners, who were warriors, gladiators, fighters, psychopaths, killers, but you know, maybe you get a good apple out of it. Anyway, so back to, to the island prison. Now, in the movie, No Escape, there, there was the psycho group, and then there, there was a group of prisoners who made their own society, and they built a, a huge compound for walls to keep the, to keep the bad prisoners out, because now what you have forming on the island out of all the psychopath killers, unredeemable prisoners is you'll actually get one group that wants to try to survive, have the best life they can. And you'll have, you know, their own version of decent civilized society and behavior. And then you'll have the psycho renegades, you know, it, it'll be weird, but you'll see it split up. So you'll have the group of cannibal nut job psychos. And then you have the small group of people who actually be like, listen, we can try to make this work, but either way, taxpayers aren't paying for it you know they're gonna hunt they're gonna fish they're gonna live off the land they can grow vegetables they can grow fruit a lot of fruit trees they'll be able to feed themselves with what's already on the island for the most part you know they can build tools just like you know prehistoric man did and they'll have good weather so it's not like they're gonna have to deal with winter and have to build things in the freezing cold well, maybe they'll get maybe they get hit by like a typhoon or something, but that that also helps thin out the prison population so you don't get overpopulated. The fact that they're all psychopaths and they're gonna end up warring with each other, that also is population control on its own on the island. So people are coming and going, you know, they're gonna kill each other. And the weather might get a couple, the elements, dehydration for the unsmart ones who aren't clever. To stay hydrated because there will be, you know, all islands, there are fresh water sources inland and other places. There's always a waterfall. That's not the ocean. You can drink that. And it hasn't been destroyed by, by, by man, oil companies or anything. So it's going to be a nice, nice um, environment. So you're going to be able to eat and fish and drink and it won't be any sewage. So you'll have, they'll have a chance to make a life and survive, but they'll also end up dying and killing each other at the same time. And that, that'll keep the population under control on this island so it doesn't get overpopulated. The fact that it's all there won't be reproducing, there won't be babies, that also help control it. Um, illness, 
and stuff malaria you know you catch you catch the malaria well you know what that's tough shit you shouldn't have raped five kids you know what i mean i'm not gonna feel bad for someone who dies of malaria on my prison island if they raped five kids you know what that's the chances you take you go there you get a staph infection you know sorry no antibiotics you know look for tree oil or something but if you die from sickness you die from sickness sorry shouldn't have killed people shouldn't have raped people shouldn't have robbed people you know shouldn't have done that kind of stuff you wouldn't have been sent to the island in the first place so if you die on the island i don't really give a shit but if you survive and you know you live out your life you can ooh, just think of it as like an early retirement you're off to a beach resort that you have to build of course but you'll have a chance and the beauty of the whole thing is it'll save us all billions of dollars because we won't have to run and operate it. And, you know, politicians won't be lobbying over how to make more money out of it. Oh, and that's probably what will have to be done. A lot of it will have to be kept from the politicians and the corporations because they'll try to start building their own little islands and then try to profit from the island. See, that's always when the problem comes in with brilliant ideas like my island prison is when politicians and corporations try to profit from it. This isn't about profiting. It's about saving money. You know, we're not going to purposely send people to this island to stock it, but if you're sentenced to life or, and you're on, or you're on death row, you know, save the money for the lethal injection. Save the money housing this murderer for 10 years while he does goes through all his appeals. Just send him to the island. No appeal. Sorry. You're not getting an appeal. You're sentenced. Bye. You know, your lawyers can go about their business appealing it. Just send them. <laughs> People are like, that's so inhumane. You can't do that. Why can't I do that? Well, it's not due process. They have to be able to appeal their cases. You know what? Tough shit. I'll give you one appeal, right? But if you keep this tied up in court for 15 years when you, you've been already been sentenced to death, no, you're going. You're gone. You'll get, we can give you one year. One year after that year passes, your appeal process, we'll just speed it up. The courts can do it. There's no reason that, there's no reason anyway, even without the Allen prison, that someone should be appealing their death sentence for almost 20 years. That's just ridiculous. And then, you know, you have the, the anti-death penalty people. Technically, we, car, we are kind of sentencing them to death by sending them to this island, but we're not technically sentencing them to death because we're giving them a chance to survive. Right? So you can't be against it. So even people who are against the death penalty can be like, you know what, the island prison at least gives them a shot. Right? Instead of just automatically killing them. But people will still, people won't like it. So, you know what? It, it'll be, it, it'll be, it'll be unpopular with a lot of people, but in the long run, it'll pay off. And matter of fact, you know, the less people know, the better. Like, we don't even have to, don't even really let people know that this prison is out there. Okay? We're like, oh my God, Joe, you can't keep secrets. All they do is keep secrets. All right, your whole idea of reality isn't even reality right now, right? Everything you see and do is all bullshit anyway. They're keeping so many secrets from you to begin with. 
what would it even matter? It's like when, but they, they, they can't tell people about it. It's like when they were torturing people after 9-11. You know, ignorance is bliss. If they just never told anybody, no one would have gave a shit. But these idiots decided to tell everyone, yeah, we get, we're torturing, waterboarding, we're doing all this. And then, of course, you had the psychopaths who were for it. And then you had the fucking psychopaths who were against it. Just don't tell anybody, right? We're going to build this island prison. We're not going to let the public know. Sorry, too bad. You know, ignorance is bliss. You probably don't even want to hear about it anyway. You know, it's just another thing for you to complain about on social media. So we're just going to keep it from you. And we're going to start sending these people to this island. All right. And it's pretty humane. You know, they're not stuck in a cage either. You know, they're not sitting in a 10 by 10 cell for the next 30 years with one hour of exercise a day. The island is actually more humane. All right. They get to run around an island. They get to have adventures, fight for their lives. You know, they're running around. Other people are trying to kill them with spears. They're building bows. You know, they get to make fake armor out of bamboo and have, you know, battles like they're in Braveheart. They have a blast, but it'll just be life and death. It won't be a movie, but it's such a better opportunity than being stuck in a concrete cell. So even the prisoner will be like, you know what? I'm in here for life. I might as well take my chances on the island. They might even elect to go there over being stuck in a concrete cell. I know if I was convicted to spend the rest of my life in prison, my life's over anyway. I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to the island. And, you know, at least at that point, my last days would be interesting. Even if I die on that island, you know, I, my final days on earth were interesting. They weren't just sitting in a cell. So it actually works for both. It works for inmate, works for psychopath, works for taxpayer, works for government. Now, all that money can just get wasted on other stuff because every time they do save money and something, it just gets blown somewhere else. It doesn't even make a difference. But it will save us a lot of money. And it gives them a chance to have a life, you know, forever how short it is. They have every opportunity. They could all go to this island and be like, you know what, let's all get along and and just build our own civilization here. And live out the rest of our days in the sun and, and, and peaceful. The fact being that they're psychopaths no, means that they won't. You know, it'll be like any other civilization like we have now. You'll have, you know, tribalism will come in on the island. And then they'll start looking for a leader. And then you'll have a leader. And then you'll have someone else who wants to be the leader. And then they'll start fighting. And then someone else wants to be the leader. And then they'll have factions born. And next thing you know, it's like Lord of the Flies. And, and they're running around the jungle with spears and pig paint pig blood on them as paint and but you know one group might choose not to and that's what happened in that movie no escape it was the group of people who built an actual society you know and they were collecting things that washed up on shore they had an engine they made like a still they were making booze even though it was disgusting they were still able to get drunk you know the razors were blowing up on shore from the ocean you know there's so much garbage in the ocean they'll get all kinds of stuff blowing up on shore with the current you know, plenty of plastic, you know, and all the stuff that we throw out, you know, they'll get some of it. They'll get boots, shoes, they can, you know, they can make fishing poles and fishing nets and spears. They can do spear fishing. There's probably, you know, wild boar and birds on, on the island, some sea turtles, you know. You're out there on an island, you're starving, you know, a sea turtle could be, it, it's a delicacy in some places in the world. You can be like, hmm. 
where else in the world can I have fresh sea turtle every night? Island prison, right? So they'll have opportunities to feed themselves and we won't have to feed them. And it's not even like the food in prisons is even edible to begin with. I mean, that stuff is disgusting. So they'll actually have a chance to have better food on this island. And we won't have to pay for it. They hunt it, they catch it, they eat it. They don't hunt it, they don't catch it, they don't eat, they die. You know, population control, move in new prisoners. And it's really, it's, it's, it's just genius in my mind that no one's ever tried this. And I get it that you have humanitarian watchdogs and all these freaking nowadays people are complaining about this and that, but that's, you just keep it a secret. It's not like someone's going to like catch a video of it on their phone. It's an island in the middle of the South Pacific, you know, just like Oliver Queen was stuck on an island in the South China Sea. No one found him. People came and gone. He interacted with some people, got on adventures, killed people, almost was killed, you know, had to kill birds to eat, but no one knew he was there. No one even knew where that island was. The Pacific Ocean is really big. <clears throat> no one's just going to stumble across this island by accident. You get what I'm saying? It's just not happening. So don't tell the public it's there. And just start sending these psychopaths. Here. Just start getting rid of psychopaths from the world. Instead of housing them and paying you know, $50,000 a year each for these idiots to just sit in a freaking cell and rape each other in prison and send them to the island. Brilliant. You know, the the kids who shoots up the school, send them to the island. See how tough he is then. That's payback. Kid will get his ass kicked there. He won't even last two seconds. And he's so willing to kill people. Put him on the island. He'll have to kill to survive. Although people like that, I do have a, another option for. I've discussed with friends. And that is um, dropping them into Syria. You know, I think we, we should really look at doing that too. Or like an African war zone. You know, where like the warlord is just in the middle of some some ethnic cleansing and just raiding villages. Like drop them into a, you know, African war zone. But I mean, Syria is in pretty bad shape thanks to, thanks to us. So let's, you know, start dropping some prisoners there. Like this kid who shoots up a school for because, you know... He got picked last in dodgeball. Or that kid who shot up the church, whatever his name is. What you do with kids like that is you put them on a plane. You know, you got to pay for a little bit of jet fuel. But again, instead of keeping them in jail or prison for decades and spending money on these pieces of garbage, you know, spring for some, some jet fuel, throw them on a plane, right? Give him a parachute. Give him an AR-15. He loves AR-15s. <laughs> Give him a gun. Parachute, gun, some bullets. Push him out the plane over Syria or an African war zone. <laughs> Even better, push him out over North Korea. See how he does there. And just say bye. You know, he lands in Syria. He's got his gun. He's got his backpack. He's got a couple things to eat. Good luck, bro. You know? Worst case scenario, he can never get back into the United States. And there's no way he's surviving to begin with. But worst case scenario is he's stuck in the Middle East. Best case scenario, they they cut his head off for us. They execute him for us. 
you know, in between, he's running around and maybe he gets lucky with that gun and takes out a couple, you know, takes out a couple would-be terrorists that we created. But, you know, maybe he takes one or two out, but gets captured, gets tortured, gets burned alive. You know, and, th- and then these idiots over in Syria, they'll capture this kid, right? And then they'll videotape themselves torturing him and then executing him, thinking that it's going to bother us. But meanwhile, we're going to be watching them execute and torture this piece of junk, happy that they're torturing and executing him for us. You know, instead of going through a whole death sentence here, drop him in Syria, and then they'll actually think they're doing something to us. We'll all be watching on YouTube, you know, like, burn them, burn them, light the fire. Even though they think that they'll be bothering us, they'll actually be doing it for us. And it'll be a great time, you know. But yeah, take take all the school shooters and, and put parachutes on them, give them their gun of choice, and drop them in Syria. Or an African war zone. Africa would probably be really funny, especially the kid who shot up the church. You know, he, mo- most of these kids, for some reason, seem to be all KKK and white supremacists and all that stuff. Drop them in African war zone, where they were just surrounded by Africans <laughs> running from their lives from Africans. You know, talk about poetic justice. Get captured, tortured, beaten, and then executed by Africans for being a racist American who decided to shoot, you know, black people inside a church. That's just poetic justice. Drop them in the middle of, like, Sierra Leone and where they're doing all the blood diamonds or or in in the Sudan. Good luck, Dylan Roof, whatever your name is. Have fun in the have fun in the Sudan. You know, what's the name of that group over there? Boko something. Boko Haran. Yeah. Hand them over to them. You know, and see how much see how much his uh, white power, you know, feelings and thoughts, you know, help him out over there. And that's poetic justice. That's justice. That's you know, sorry, that's hilarious. The guy hates black people, so he kills black people in the church because he's a KKK moron. So what do we do? Instead of putting him in jail where he can actually buddy up with other white supremacists and skinheads in jail, send him to Africa, drop him in the middle of an African war zone where people are just dying left and right. There's like a warlord there and, and, and they're just killing people and then the, the rebels are fighting back where all like the child soldiers are. They make little kids into soldiers and make them kill people. Drop him there and see how he does and just be like, it's been real, bro. Have fun in the war zone. And right there, it's the cost of a little bit of jet fuel. You just send them over there for, you know, whatever jet fuel cost. Push them out the, out the door. Maybe he might not even survive the, the jump, the parachute, because you're not giving him any training. You're just putting a parachute on him and saying, and just pull the cord, push him out the door. And it's been real, you know. And that might actually actually make other white supremacists think twice about doing something like, wow, if I get caught, I'm going to get sent to an African war zone. That'll suck. Maybe it'll deter a couple, but it'll definitely teach them a lesson about race and being a jerk off. You know, you, you hate black people so much, but we're going to send you to an African war zone. You're really going to hate that. So that's what I would do for those, like, those psychopaths. Like they don't get to go to the island. The island's too good for them. The island's for rapists, murderers, you know, those kind of people. 
who who have no redeeming qualities, who should not be allowed back in society, and who will live their own nightmare on the island for the most part. I mean, there's a slim chance that, that they all band together and create some kind of, you know, utopia, but that that's not going to happen with an island full of psychopaths. They're never going to get along. You know, tribes will form, leaders will rise, other people try to overthrow them. You drop in some supplies every once in a while in like a neutral site, so they fight over the supplies. So you're actually making them fight. You're actually causing them to battle with each other, you know, which thins out the herd, keeps your population under control so you can bring in more prisoners. And that's where you send those people, the violent, violent offenders, you know. But the, the people who do like the rep, like the, the racist stuff and like the school shootings and them, they're not going to the island. We're strapping parachutes on them. We're dropping them in African war zones or we're dropping them in the middle of Syria and be like, yo, have fun in Aleppo. You know, and maybe maybe the Parkland kid gets caught in a gas attack. You know, it's the same as going to the gas chamber. We're just not paying for it. So what are you going to do? Let them do it. Let them handle it for us. You know, start sending them our trash. Be like, here, take them. He's yours. And in the end, it's it's fiscally responsible. I don't think, and I don't think even even the people who the the private corporations who profit off of prisoners would even mind if there was just one island, and a couple of people a year being dropped off in war zones, because that that wouldn't even hurt their bottom line. Actually, probably would. They'd get pissed. They'd want to shut it down. <clears throat> and keep in mind, we're not sending people who, who oh, like you smoke some weed you're not going to the island you shouldn't even go to jail to begin with you know DWIs eh, unless you're habitual and you've like killed a bunch of people driving drunk you're probably we're not going to send them to the island you know you get them their substance abuse <clears throat> but you know you murder someone you're going um, you rape someone you're definitely going pedophiles straight to the island gone out of here and I don't care who you are if if you know you're an uncle at, at a birthday party or you're a priest you're going to the island no one's getting you out of this dropping the gavel sending you to the island you're a pedophile you deserve you don't even deserve the island but instead of us paying to kill you we'll let the other psychopaths kill you for us for free you know burglary it's a slippery slope there. If you're a repeat burglar, if it's violent, like armed robbery and stuff like that, um, island, you know, kidnapping, island, you know, don't kidnap people, not cool, island, you know, school shooting, war zone, shoot up a church, war zone. And that, that's how you start handling these people. And that some of them might think twice especially the war zone part about doing something like shooting up a school because people picked on them or because they're mentally insane or because in America we have this obsession with violence. You know, maybe they'll start thinking twice about killing people if they know they're going to get dropped into a war zone. You know, that's the whole, isn't that the whole like thought process behind prison and, and like laws like that? Is that getting caught for it, going to prison, is supposed to be the deterrent? Like, most people would be like, you know, I, 
if I do this, I could go away for the rest of my life. So I'm not going to do this. I can't do it. Like, that's what you would hope. But for some reason, that doesn't work. I don't know why. I definitely don't want to go to prison for the rest of my life. And that would definitely come into play if I ever had a thought like these other people. But again, I don't have thoughts like that. So that leads me to the fact that they're psychopaths, sociopaths, and just mentally morons. And they should be sent to the island. Maybe drop them some fishing gear there so they they can start fishing instead of having to build it right off the bat. But then they'll fight over that. But I mean, the people on, on the show lost around that island and they had a huge, awesome adventure. So, you know, you're giving them a chance. You're giving the most reprehensible, awful people in our society an actual chance to live out their lives in a peaceful way, but away from the rest of us, and you're saving money. Or, on the other hand, the most horrible death imaginable could happen to them on this island, you know, where karma comes back and gets them. They murder people like they sent to this island. Out of, out of the wars on the island or survival, they get murdered. Another psychopath kills them on the island. Well, you know what? Karma. You know, if another rapist rapes them on the island, karma. You know, if they get beat, karma. <laughs> you know, if one of the factions kidnaps you, holds you in a cell and tortures you, karma. And getting dropped into an African war zone for a racist piece of shit who shoots up a church. I I, I don't really like know anything more karma involved than that. You know, that that's like the definition of karma. That that's just it's actually quite quite funny when you think about it. You know? Drop Mr. White Power into the middle of an African war zone where he'll just get tortured, beaten, raped, and killed. And it doesn't get funnier than that. And the fear that'll be in their body, they'll actually feel the fear that they gave to other people by being put there. And that in itself is is pun is karma, making them feel what they made other people feel. So that's just a quick idea on my island prison idea and dropping people in war zones, you know? Just setting off this new season two of the project, getting back into the swing of things. Just wanted to get on the mic and start rapping and rambling and raving and rapping, ranting and raving about, you know, all the weird things that happen in my mind, you know. This would be an awesome discussion. Maybe I'm going to bring a guest on soon. I'll bring some people on to start talking about these ideas that I have that I do a show on. We can start revisiting them with other people and bring more people into the conversation and start seeing what they think, you know, about building an island prison and about dropping people in war zones. I, I think most people would be really for that. I don't think anyone would have a problem. If you have a problem with it and you're out there, just tweet the, J, the JPP project about your problem on the Twitter. Or if you like it, tweet the JPP project on your on the Twitter because um, Twitter's where we're at. You know, if, I've said it a hundred times. Facebook is just becoming the end-all, be-all of evil, freaking Skynet BS. And it's just full of lunatics. But, uh, yeah, tweet your ideas to the project. Um, again, it's JP Project on the Twitter. 
And let me know what you think about island prisons or dropping people in the war zones. I know it sounds a little off the beaten path and we're supposed to be this civilized world now, but I mean, are we really that civilized when, you know, murders, murder seems to be uh, immune to evolution so far for human. You know, it all started again, of course, with Cain and Abel with murder. And here we are thousands and thousands of years later and people are still murdering other people for no reason. You know, rape seems to not get evolved out of the system. Neither does, you know, robbing people. There was burglary and thieves back in the beginning of time. And there's burglary and thieves now. And there's violence and there's violence now. It's just part of human nature. It's the one thing that just hasn't evolved out of us. So instead of locking them up and having to pay astronomical amounts of money to keep them alive and house them every year for the decades of their lives just let's be done with them like if we get to the point where we're putting someone in prison for the rest of their life that means society is done with them that means that we have decided that we are done with this individual this human being we are done with him we're just going to put him in a cage for the rest of his life why do that send him to the island and we won't have to pay for his medical is food electricity all the stuff that goes into keeping this person that we've already decided does not belong in our society alive and give him a chance he can start his own society it can be you know island of psychopaths they can name it they can make their own flag they can fly the flags over their little forts and they can have names for their little colonies and they can just be crazy people on an island just doing crazy things, you know, and they'll all, you know, resort back to their primal instincts, which is what they're actually doing when they're creating, uh, committing these crimes. So they'll fit right in on the island. It'll be a place where your primal instincts are allowed, and that's going to be what keeps you alive. All the while handling our, our business of killing the prisoner because they'll end up killing each other. You know, and that, and we're done with it. And as far as the war zone thing is, there's no better, you know, punishment. Send them over there. Let them put this, you know, school shooter in a cage and light him on fire on, on YouTube with ISIS. Or send the church shooter to the middle of Africa. <laughs> that's, that's actually, I think that's my favorite one that I've thought of. Is taking the racist KKK killer who hates black people. And just wants to murder them all. And put a parachute on them and drop them in the middle of an African war zone. And so like, here you go, bro. Go get them. That's, that's, that's probably my favorite one. I might actually have to tweet that to President Trump and see what he says. Actually, probably not tweet it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slide into Trump's DMs. That's right. Sliding into Trump's DMs tonight. With my idea for this, this church shooter. And, uh. Don't be surprised if the church guy disappears and ends up in Africa. All because I slid into Trump's DMs. <laughs> I wonder how many people have actually DM'd President Trump because he's on, he's on Twitter so much. I wonder if he has it disabled. He must get so much hate in that. He either gets so much hate in his DMs or so much just like obsessive love. It's just got to be, it's just, 
it's got to be creepy on both levels. Like the amount of just ridiculous, like love he probably gets from his, his minions in his DMs is probably creepy as hell. And the amount of hate that he probably gets from these other people is probably also creepy as hell. He's probably got the creepiest DM in the history of DMs. I would love, and you know, the people at Twitter are sitting there reading them because they're, they're not much different than Facebook. They're, watching everything I would love to be that guy Twitter and be like wow <laughs> just reading he really needs to I think what he needs to do is he needs to release manuscripts or transcripts sorry transcripts of his DMs when he built his presidential library after he's done being president just have the, the Twitter DM section in the presidential library so we can just read all this psychotic things that people write to him, both good and bad, because both of them are just out, probably outrageous. And you already know he's going to have a Twitter wing anyway in his presidential library. He's going to be the first president that ever has like a Twitter wing where he's going to walk into the wing of the library and it's going to be all his tweets that he's ever sent all the ridiculous stuff he's put out there. But there also needs, they really need to put up the DMs. I, I really, I would love to see where, what is in President Trump's DMs because that, that would really crack me up. But anyway, I'm going to slide up in there and I'm going to offer this solution about sending this South, that South Carolina racist dude to Africa and, and letting some warlords handle him or some child soldiers. That would be even better. Because over there, they chop off hands. They use machetes. Like, they're not just going to shoot him and dead. He's going to, it'll be brutal. And he'll be massacred. Same thing with the other kid. And send him to Syria. Send them all to Syria. Just start dropping them on Syria. They're going to be looking up like, what is that? Just parachutes of, of American school shooters just coming at them. And then for the other psychopaths, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll drop, drop old Donnie boy uh, a DM on my island prison. I have to work up a, a whole a whole structure of it. Maybe I can get a couple of people to help me do that and like really detail it. Because instead of just rambling and ranting about it on a podcast, like really like write up a presentation for the Justice Department on my island prison, and just you know put all put all the numbers there and how how it'll be fiscally responsible, and then put in like all all the things it'll do to help us. And then also, you know, for the people who think it's not humane and the, all the humanitarians out there, you know, they have a shot to build a great life for themselves. So it is humane in a way. The island will just be as humane as they are. They are, they will be allowed to determine their own humanity. So it's, it's not a humanitarian crisis. You're letting humans decide how human they're going to be on their own. All right. And this you know, the government can't always control the amount of humanness <laughs> humans display. So it's not, it's not inhumane to send them to this island. You're giving them every shot to bring out the best in humanity in themselves. This is your chance, you know, rehabilitation. No, not rehabilitation because you're never coming back. But this is their chance to find their humanity again. And maybe make peace with themselves before they get eaten, you know, alive by one of the warring factions. But it's humane. They have a shot at building a life there. Just, you know, but 
they are human, so the odds are they're not going to, and they're going to end up killing each other and warring and raping, and which works for, works too because you know it keeps our prison populations lower here. We have nobody on death row. If you're on death row, you're automatically sent. So we automatically get rid of death row in America. People don't even know what happened. They're like, wait a minute, God, death row is gone, and then you have no more death penalty to debate because technically the island isn't a death sentence. They have a chance. So we'll have no more death penalty in the United States. We'll just get sent to the island. There'll be no more death row, all right? For the people who really need to be killed, those are the ones who get the parachute and sent to Africa and Syria. But the other ones who quietly sit on death row, you know, the less pro- high-profile ones, they go to the island. <clears throat> and right there, the whole the whole death penalty debate is gone. And there's no more death penalty. There's no more, and there's no more death row. But there's a solution that most people who support the death penalty could get behind. And that's one of the biggest problems is we don't find solutions that everyone can get behind. Right? If you're pro-death penalty, you know nothing but horror is waiting for them on this island. But there is a humane chance for them on this island. And they're never coming back. So you know, 90% of the time, they're going to suffer a horrible fate on that island. But there is that chance that they don't. So if you're for the death penalty, you'd be like, you know what? They're going to get totally killed on that island anyway, whatever, bye. And you never have to see them again. And if you're like, you know what? That's really cruel. No, it's not. They have a chance to build a nice life. They can make a hut. They can build fish nets. You know, they can build little paddles like they're at the beach. Those stupid beach paddle games where they're hitting a ball back and forth. You know, they they can get a rock and start hitting it back and forth. Who knows? Maybe a golf ball, a ping pong ball floats up on shore. Next thing you know. They're playing beachfront ping pong or racket, whatever that stupid game is that people play on the beach. You know, they can throw rocks to each other like a baseball. So, you know, there's a chance that they use their minds humanely like I am doing right now. Or they can use rocks to throw at each other and stone each other. And there, there's the death penalty people. They're getting brutally murdered. Everyone wins. And the high profile, really, really, really bad ones, they get sent to the war zones. They're never coming back best case scenario they end up on youtube in a cage being burnt alive and then beheaded and everyone's happy all right well that's my idea that's that's what i plan on 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 submitting to president trump's dms um which is the one cool thing about him because you know he probably does read them (laughs) you know all those write 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 a letter to your congressman or call their office and you, they're never going to read or hear about it. You know, there's a good chance that, you know, instead of writing a letter, just send send Donald Trump a, a DM and he, he might read it. So I'm going to do that. All right. Well, I want to thank you for going on this little ridiculous journey with me. Um, stay tuned because we're back in action now. Season two is revving up. You know, we're going to bring an alien expert, Jimmy K, from the hit group, the O1s, um, the Greek phenomenon who loves extraterrestrials. Um, going to find some other guests out there. Going to start traveling the country very soon. Very, very soon. Going to kick into a vlog too. We're going to get into this whole vlog sphere and we're going to take a whole whole project thing on the road and start doing some vlogs with the project. So it could be really, really sweet. So follow us on the Twitter, JP Project on the Twitter. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play if you have to, Stitcher Internet Radio. We're going to start expanding because Spotify is now taking podcasts. We're going to hop up on there. And uh, I'm going to do my best to try to get involved on Facebook with this, but it's probably not going to happen. But if you're on Facebook, follow us. You know, it's the Joey P Project. Like it. I'm going to try to get going with that, but it's it's really aggravating. Facebook, I just hate it so much. 
So I want to thank you again for listening. And until the next time, till next week, you know, keep it in mind. Island prison, African war zone, ship of death. Awesome. Later, guys.